Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We Ooh. hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah, you know what is so delicious? And this is not an ad. <laughs> it sounds like an ad. What? Ritz crackers? Oh, why have I been sleeping on Ritz crackers? Like I eat them like in holiday, like merriment, but I never am just like, let's have a Ritz cracker. And one of my pregnant friends had Ritz crackers and we were eating them. No, it was my friend, Megan. It was my friend, Megan. We went to Mammoth and she had Ritz crackers as a snack. And I was like, wow, I have been fiending for these ever since. They're delightful. I hadn't had them in so long. And then I don't know why we ended up with some because I didn't buy them and Zoe was eating them and she really liked them. And I was like, oh, these are delicious. <laughs> no wonder you like them. Like no nutritional value, but delicious. Well, here's the other thing. Have rebound COVID. So I got the vid. I don't think we talked about this. No, I got COVID. I got COVID the week when so much was happening in my life. I was supposed to go to Park City again for a press trip. I was supposed to fly from Park City to Houston for my cousin's wedding. Had to miss all of it. The only silver lining to it was that I had no meetings, no interviews, nothing planned that week because I was going to be traveling. So I could just lay in bed. But Patrick wasn't even here. He was in New York for work. So Quinn was my candy striper. A very bad one, um, but she was also very cute and very snuggly, which I appreciated. And honestly, it worked out for the best, him being gone, because... You didn't have to isolate from each other? Correct. So we literally isolated in different states. It was probably best case scenario. I don't know. Maybe I have gotten it and I just haven't tested positive or had any symptoms. But I really thought that the both of us were like totally immune. I keep telling myself I've had it before. Because remember in June of 2021, I was so sick for like a month and they were like, it's not COVID. And I'm like, but I'm miserable. So figure it out. Well, when you get COVID, you know, like in your head, you just know it's like intuition. And I think the way that it hit you so hard proves that you had not had it before. Exactly. Because I was up so early the day before I was supposed to leave. I was supposed to hop on a plane at LAX and... I remember being like, I have this headache and I'm not feeling great, but whatever. And then literally like 15 minutes before my Alta was coming to pick me up, I'm like, I'm going to take a test out of an abundance of caution just to be sure. And literally that line showed up within two seconds. It was like, no. Which is also like now when you test and you wait like, you know, a few minutes and it hasn't shown up, you're like, I'm good. Because if you have it, like it's immediate. I had the COVID. I took... Paxlovid, as they tell you to, to keep you out of the hospital, whatever. Paxlovid is literally disgusting. Anyone that's taken Paxlovid, you know what Paxlovid mouth is. It is literally like a grapefruit taste that you can't get rid of. I love grapefruit, but I literally hate the aftertaste. And you have to take it every day? You have to take it twice a day, three pills every single day for five days. I did that. 
It was literally like when you're sick and having to take this and have this, you know, taste in your mouth, it's disgusting. But thankfully, I had Big Red in my travel purse and everyone was like, eat something that's cinnamony, like hot tamales. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to chew Big Red. And that was helpful, but also not safe because I fell asleep many times with it in my mouth. I could have died. Anyways, long story short, I tested negative on Sunday. Okay. And I was testing like regularly starting Friday. I was still faintly positive Friday, very, very faintly positive on Saturday. I was negative Sunday, feeling amazing by Sunday. Okay. Cause I'm starting to feel better last Friday. And that was like 10 days or like eight days or something. It was technically like eight days when I was testing negative, but I was feeling better around like day six. So I'm like, this is great. Monday, I'm living it up. I go to like an event that night everything's fine. Tuesday, Haley Bieber's birthday party. Everyone was like having a seance, hoping I could make it to Haley Bieber's birthday party. They're like, please, God, let Kirby make it to the Bieber birthday party. And so I go feeling great again. It was a great birthday party. It was an early birthday for her. We were celebrating the new peptide lip treatment. Sarah interviewed her for it. What's the flavor? Vanilla cake. I'm a vanilla girl. So I think this is my new fave. I'm not, but it is actually really, really good. I want her to make this lip treatment in a brown shade, like give it a tint. And then I also want a glittery one, like put some sparkle in one. I mentioned that to the new CEO because she was like, what would you want to see from Road?" And I was like, oh, (laughs) well, (laughs) tinted lip for sure. I want a sunscreen. I feel like they're teasing eyebrow product. Give us Haley's brows. When I interviewed her, I was like, you're so known for your nails and your hands, like, are you going to ever come out with like a hand cream or like cuticle cream or something? And she was like, people always ask me that. And I don't ever have like a go-to product to recommend. So I should come out with one. She should do that. I think Rode should get into body care. That's my humble opinion. She always has like the cute little sexy balconette bras on. Make it like like one of everything good. So like move it down to the bod. Absolutely. Honestly, whatever she does, whatever they do, it's going to do well. Oh, it it will perform. I feel bad when we talk about the product because no one can get it. It's like just impossible. I know. And people are mad and people are mad. And I understand that. It's literally like the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster debacle. Like people are getting like outraged. And like that's actually a whole different beast because Ticketmaster is literally the devil. But for the Hailey Biba stuff, like I don't think they understand like the demand that this woman has. It's way more than so many other celebrity brands that you could probably think of. Melanie is this new CEO. She's super lovely, very smart, Has came from Burst. When I was asking her about supply chain and stuff, I was like, obviously this isn't like a Kylie Cosmetics, you know, I'm dropping a certain amount of products and then, you know, teasing it and I have some in the warehouse. Like they're literally selling everything they have and then waiting for more to be produced. They're working tirelessly on it so that everyone can get their hands on road. But just wanted to let everyone know this isn't fake. Not that anyone thought it was. No, I think people do. I think a majority of people, they think this is like very similar to other celebrity type drops. The reason why I'm so passionate about talking about this brand is like Sarah and I, We get a lot of celebrity brands and we see the demand for each one of them. Road is literally light years ahead of everyone else. It's on another level. It really is on another level. 
when people are mad that it gets sold out in eight minutes, I'm like, I don't think you realize truly how insane her fan base is. Like, it is wild. And honestly, like Kylie, Haley is like one of the loveliest people ever. Like Kylie, this isn't going to last forever. And Haley knows that too. Like, she's like, I will talk about my routine, share what I love as long as people want to hear about it. And when they tell me like, shut up, I'm I'm tired of listening to you, then I'll stop sharing. I wish her like a lifelong success. Like, I hope she is the it woman forever. But this is just like right now, it's like everything she touches turns to gold. Totally. It's crazy. Okay. So first of all, Northwest was there. And let me tell you, (laughs) I've never received so many DMs in my life about a person being at a dinner. We get there and we see Mariana Hewitt and Lauren Ireland. Literally, Kirby and I were outside of Nobu in Malibu packing a small little gift for Haley for her birthday. And we were like, I wonder who's going to be at this dinner because they said it was intimate. And then they were like all conversations off the record. So it's like, okay, some like, you know, important, famous friends are going to be here. But we were like, I was imagining like Kendall and Kylie. That's what I thought, because they're all besties. And so we walk in and it's like Mariana and Lauren. And then, you know, obviously like the people from the brand that we know, someone's like Kim's here. And I'm like, please don't tell me this. Don't do it. And she came and brought North. And the sheer amount of DMs I got that Northwest was at this dinner, people were freaking out. Mariana was telling us that like Northwest, like Summer Fridays, she did a TikTok of her like organizing her beauty drawer or something. And she had Summer Fridays skin tint in there. And I was dying laughing. Isn't she 10 years old? Like what is going on? She's nine years old. (laughs) But she is as expected a very fabulous nine-year-old. She was wearing these like sparkly clips in her hair. She is Kim. That is Kimberly Noel Kardashian. She was super cute. I I, like really wanted to talk to her. What were you going to say? Hi, Northy. How are you? Yeah, no. See, I don't know. But now after interviewing Kim about North and then like talking about the her love of special effects, I was like, oh my God, Kirby, you should have like showed her your Halloween costumes. You guys would have become best friends. But okay, so Kim was there, North, Kendall, Emma Chamberlain, Lori Harvey. Oh my God. Yeah. Lori Harvey, who I was like, I can't look at you because you brought, you probably broke Michael B. Jordan's heart. Simi Hayes, the twins, who we like their makeup brand as well. Addison Ray, Phineas, Billie Eilish's brother. Yeah. It was like a really stacked group of people. And yes, I did approach Kim. I was like, the time is now. I have to say something. There is no better place. I went up to her. Sarah tried her damnedest to get a good photo. (laughs) And I basically just told her that I have spent an obscene amount of money on Skims. She's doing the damn thing. I think she's stunningly beautiful. My mom loves Kris Jenner. And I really am just like very thrilled about Skims. I, I spent $50 for 10 pairs of socks like the day before. But she was very sweet. And I mean, this is not your first time having um, met or interviewed her, but this was my first time ever meeting her like in the flesh. And let me just say she's stunning, stunning. And I think people like are always like, oh, like as people do, like, oh, all the work that she's gotten done or oh, you know, all this stuff with every celebrity. But she looks normal. Like she's just beautiful. Like that's all it is. I don't know what she's doing to work out and be as like her physique. I don't know what she's doing, but like her fate, like she looks like a, a 41 year old woman. 
Yeah. Who takes care of her skin? Yes. She has lines and wrinkles on her face, y'all. She does. She's beautiful. Did you say, though, that you interviewed her for the Allure article? Yes, I did. I was way too focused on like telling her how I'm obsessed with skims. Let's like really talk about skims, Kimberly. But you know what, Sarah? I gave you shit about that photo, but I posted it. I posted it. Retrospect, I should have taken a video instead. It looks like you guys are really enjoying yourselves. No, people were like, this is the face of pure happiness. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, it was. Anyways, all that to say, Haley Bieber's birthday, this is coming out on her actual birthday. Happy birthday, baby Bieber. So the next day, I'm like, you know what? I have a headache again for some reason. (laughs) This sucks. Whatever. Living my life was feeling fine except for this headache. And I tested just, again, of an abundance of caution. I was supposed to go to a dinner that night. Tested, and I'm positive. And I'm like, this this can't be real. This can't be real. Y'all, I had what they call... Paxlovid or COVID rebound. Which happens to literally 1% of people or like 2% of people. It's 5 to 10% of people. And also it may be more prevalent than we think, okay? Based on the Scientific American article that I read and committed to memory. But when you take Paxlovid, they tell you, my doctor told me this, you may have symptoms, again, two to eight days after you test negative. So you may be feeling great and then you may be feeling shitty again. This is the thing. You can either have zero symptoms and test positive like Joe Biden did. You can feel shitty and be negative, which I almost think is worse, honestly. Or you can feel shitty and test positive. And that was me. That was me at the end of Wednesday. Thursday was literally the worst. I was like, I'm literally going through this again. Like it's a nightmare. You can't take Paxlovid again. So you just have to suck it up and deal with it. And on Friday today, I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, my headache's gone. Praise God. But I do have fog. I'll tell you that much. I'm like forgetting I'm telling people things. I'm I'm literally not even speaking properly. Anyone who is sick doesn't have a good memory. But fog is a actual symptom of COVID. (laughs) Paxlovid, it's not like it, I mean, it lessens the symptoms and like you don't have to go to the hospital, hopefully. It makes sense that like you couldn't take it again. Yes, exactly. It keeps you out of the hospital. It keeps like you 89% out of the hospital for the most part. And then you can get sick again. And it's just like, you kind of have to deal with it. Like my friend Megan, when I got sick initially, I'm pretty sure I got sick at this baby shower that I hosted a couple weeks ago. So that's where we're at. You're never going to get it again. praying to God. I don't wish COVID on anyone. It's been two years and like all of us are like, oh, you know, it's just the thing that people get now, but I don't want to get this ever again. It is horrendous. And I'm sorry to anybody that has ever gotten it because it really is the absolute worst. So protect yourselves, do what you got to do. And I say all this because in a week and a half, we are having our first IRL live event And I'm hoping to be 100% at health at that point because I will literally lose my ever-loving mind if if I cannot. We didn't even like account for this. If like one of us got COVID and couldn't be there, like we didn't even account for this. If I get it, you are doing it on your own. It would be a literal nightmare. You're going to be fine. You will be fine. So we have this live event happening Friday, December 2nd. We're so excited. This is why you should follow us on social because we asked our followers If you want to be a part of this live event, it's very limited seating, but we're doing this for y'all. Obviously, sign up. So we put the sign up in the Facebook group and on our Instagram, on our link tree. And soon, I think this week, 
the Glamgelino should be getting emails that they have been randomly selected. We don't have very many spots. We don't, sadly. So don't be offended if you don't get picked. Exactly, because it's just we only have limited seating and there is a very special celebrity guest. There's going to be Cali Rosa cocktails. There's going to be Shake Shack catered. And we're going to be giving away, away amazing swag bags with this person's brand. That's a hint. As well as some goodies that Sarah and I love from different brands, as well as some Los Angeles merch. So it's going to be fun. We're so excited to see those of you who will be able to attend. Hopefully we'll be able to like maybe broadcast this live so that people that can't be there IRL can at least listen in real time. So we'll keep you guys posted. Someone was like, is it Michelle Obama? And I was like, thank you for thinking that our first live event would be with Michelle Obama. I would love that. Let's aim for that for 2023. (laughs) Three Capricorns interviewing. Oh my God. I would love that. What an icon. What an icon. So Miss Sarah Jessica Tan Christensen, she sees Skimberly at the Biba birthday party and then she rolls right in to interviewing her the next day at the Skin by Kim pop-up. Tell us more, Sarah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, it was a last minute invitation because I guess Kim decided she wanted to do a surprise appearance. I was like, can't miss it. Can't miss this time with Kim. It's been too long. So showed up. The Skin by Kim pop-up is at Westfield Century City Mall. It looks exactly the way that you would think it looks. Apparently she was getting like shit for it from like people that are like it looks like dystopian or whatever but i'm like you guys this looks like her house the man who designed the packaging of skin and the pop-up and everything was there like it's like a he's like a very successful man who is professional at this anyways she i was like because i was like who is that that she's talking to it was just me taylor who is a freelancer for bustle and mariana showed up to be like supportive were there like fans there So that's the thing, like it was the opening day, but like it was around five o'clock. So there weren't that many people in there. Like there were maybe a few uh, customers. And then there was like a rope if in case there was a line that formed and no one was there. It was empty. But of course, when Kimberly rolled in, all of a sudden the line was like super, super long. Oh, because they probably saw her coming in. Yeah. Like basically like all of the, you know, security guards and then the Hulu crew which apparently I might be on the episode. So I wish I would have known. I wish I would have prepared. Anyways, she looked amazing. She was wearing this like very like sci-fi outfit. It was like a bikini. And then her jacket looked like those like, you know, when they rescue you and give you the heat blankets, (laughs) the aluminum looking ones, (laughs) kind of looked like that. But whatever, she looked incredible. She looked incredible. And she gave me some really good quotes. She gave me a really good interview. I mean, it's just so crazy to me that like they are all as a family so used to having the cameras on at all times. Taylor was like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, I'm not nervous. It's only like, you know, less than 10 minutes. It'll be fine. But then it's like having them film me recording her. It's just it was like, I was like, oh, my God, don't don't fuck this up, Sarah. So anyways. What did she tell me? Here are some highlights. She talked about exfoliating and how she never used to do it 
So it always starts with skincare. And I think it's just, I never really exfoliated as much Mm -hmm. as I do now. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I started to get a little bit of breakouts not too long ago. They wouldn't go away. And I just wasn't exfoliating often enough. So now I exfoliate like two or three times a week. She also told me that because of Joanna Check who helped develop the line with her, she became an oil person. So now that's something that she can't live without. Just I never was an oil person until Joanna came into my life. Everyone had a night oil and I never really gravitated to that because I don't know, I had spray tan on my face. I didn't want to take anything off with an oil. Now I can't live without an oil. And I don't know if it's like an age thing. Mm -hmm. And now the hydration that you see from the oil mixed, I still need to mix it with the moisturizer. Yeah. Yeah. I then asked her about the competitive beauty landscape specifically with celebrity beauty founders. And I was like, you seem very supportive. You obviously, you were at Haley's party last night. Um, You know, like, are you competitive or are you like, are you really using these people's products? And here's what she had to say. I think everyone that's in this space would be lying if they weren't competitive, right? Because <laughs> yeah. they, yeah, you but it's not really against anyone else. Right. I'm more just competitive against myself and what I have coming out and what I would want to perfect. And totally. um, I definitely think there's room for everybody. I think everyone has their own little thing. Um, I love what Haley's doing. I think it's so perfect. Like for her, I love her lip balms and, yeah. and lip glosses. I have them all over my house. Um, I love supporting my friends. Mm -hmm. So I did come for the free lip gloss last night, (laughs) but um, I do love supporting and buying things online. And I've been like setting my um, reminders when it goes off because I love like having them in my cars and in my homes and I mean, in in the guest rooms and stuff. So I just, I love when my friends come out with a really good product, but I also don't bullshit and won't have the product around if it is... One of my friend's products and I won't genuinely use it, you know, like my bestie just started a deodorant line and I was posting about it a lot and she's like, oh my God, like I never expected you to post about it that much, but I was genuinely love it Mm -hmm. and have them to go and all around the house. And, you know, it's just in my gym, you know, it's like when I genuinely love a product, I love to support my friends that are working their asses off and and killing it, you know, that's a really good deodorant it's super cute I love the it. Nez, I, I know it's so cute yeah. and the aluminum it's so hard to find a good yeah. like natural deodorant no absolutely <laughs> and then I had to ask her about North because North was at the party and I was like is North learning how to do her hair and makeup from watching you and she was like no she wants nothing to do with me she actually loves to watch makeup tutorials and hair tutorials on YouTube. And she figured out how to do her hair on YouTube. Oh so God. she really wants like nothing to do with me and watching me get my makeup done. Yeah. I take her into like pro makeup stores yeah. and she'll have classes on um, special effects makeup yeah. and like prosthetics and stuff. So yeah. she gets like the magazines and she'll like look through them on how to do special effects, scary makeup. And she yeah. practices on anyone that will sit in the chair and every single day my glam room is a complete mess and it looks insane our biggest fight is who's cleaning up all this fake blood all over (laughs) my counters and then it'll move into my closet and when it gets on my couch like I it's like it's over with yeah yeah but she just loves to experiment she she'll turn like my son into like Pikachu and like 
like put like actual like wax prosthetics on and she really loves like yeah. movie makeup and yeah. special effects stuff yeah. and it's been really interesting to see her want to learn so much about it like, totally if she does good and gets a prize yeah and she earns the prize her prizes always take her to like namies or friends to go into that section and talk to yeah. the people that work there. And we'll spend hours in there getting all of the stuff. And Oh my God, that yeah. is so cute. You must be so proud. It's so I fun to that. see. She's yeah. amazing. I mean, having her maybe make me up as someone a little bit normal, but different. <laughs> yeah. It needs a little bit of work, yeah. but the scars yeah. and the blood and the stuff like that, yeah. she's gotten really good at the scary makeup. That's hard. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Kim was saying like, they get into fights daily because her glam room is like covered in fake blood. <laughs> and she's like, we're constantly fighting about like, who's going to clean it up. And I'm like, neither of you, neither of you are cleaning it up. Facts. Let's be real. But I thought that you would really appreciate this, Kirby. She said when North does well in school and whatever like gets a reward, she takes her to namies or friends. Wow. So none of us are going to be able to shop at namies or friends anymore because all of the minions are going to be going there. All the tourists are going to be like waiting to get into Friends, Beauty, and Namies. Yes. And then another thing you would appreciate, she did talk about her favorite Skims product, which is her triangle bra and her thong. Fits everybody or plunge? Fits everybody. What I'm wearing right now. And then she said that her new holiday fleece robe, she like falls asleep in it. And I was like, gosh, I do love the fleece. Well, that's so cute. I love that you talked to her. And then just one one more thing that Shidi told me in our little like 29 second interview for a refinery. I was like, we asked like what your coffee order is. And she's like, I'd never had an iced latte until last year. She's like, I never used to be a big coffee drinker because, you know, I didn't really need to. And then I had to go to law school. And so I needed to stay up. So I like now I'm an oat milk iced latte girl. And then she said she also is a white mocha girl from Starbucks. Honestly, sometimes her answers really do paint the picture that she is an alien. It really does. Like, you're like, you've never had an iced latte? You've never had an iced latte before? Yeah. Oh, and then she also was like, I don't like Thanksgiving. So I was like, Thanksgiving or Christmas? She's like, nope, don't like it. I was like, okay, <laughs> moving on. Does it like Thanksgiving? Well, it is about like eating a lot of food. I know what I was going to say. It. I didn't want to say it. Tell me more about Tom Ford. Okay, Tom Ford is so rich, y'all. So rich. Billions of billions of dollars. Yes, and this is actually a pretty big news in the beauty industry because, okay, I'll just read this headline. Tom Ford is a newly minted billionaire thanks to the $2.8 billion Estee Lauder deal. So this is interesting because they have been licensing Tom Ford Beauty, Estee has, for years. Does that mean that they are making the products? Yes. I read that they like manufacture, distribute, and license his name. So this is CNN Business. A blockbuster deal to sell his eponymous fashion brand has catapulted fashion designer Tom Ford into the Global Billionaires Club. Ford 61. I always forget he's 60. Yeah, he looks so good. He does. 
who launched the Tom Ford brand in 2005 and grew it into a luxury clothing and accessories powerhouse, sold his company Tuesday to Estee Lauder Companies in a deal valued at $2.8 billion. The acquisition of Tom Ford brands by Estee Lauder is expected to close in the first half of next year pending regulatory approvals, and it will fully integrate Tom Ford brands, which already has an ongoing partnership with the cosmetic and skincare giant into Estee Lauder's diverse portfolio. Estee has been partners with Tom Ford Beauty for 15 years because they launched Tom Ford Beauty together in 2006, okay? So now it's not just beauty, but they've acquired his luxury clothing and accessories portfolio as well, which is a very big deal for Estee Lauder because this is getting them into the fashion game. And now what a lot of people are talking about is that finally a brand like LVMH has somewhat of a competitor in this category because LVMH benefits owned by LVMH. Fresh Beauty is owned by LVMH. It's like literally like Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. (laughs) So it's really interesting to see Estee getting into this category. And I think only from here, it will start to expand. They may even get into spirits similar to LVMH. So that's why this is such a big deal. So people who are in the comments that are like, oh, this is going to change like Tom Ford formulation. No, it's not going to change anything because they've been making it for the last 15 years. Correct. That's what people I think do not understand about this deal is that this is old news for the beauty brand. They've already been a part of Estee Lauder. If you like Tom Ford products, which I do, and you like the formulas and the packaging and all that good stuff, none of that's going to change. If anything, I think this is going to give them maybe perhaps Tom Ford Beauty is going to expand in ways that maybe they haven't been able to before. But yeah, this is a pretty big deal. And a lot of people are talking about it, reporting on it. It says that Ford will stay on to, you know, be the brand's creative visionary, which, you know, a lot of brands do when they get acquired. The founder does stay on for a limited amount of time. Sometimes they sign contracts to stay on because obviously when you have an eponymous brand that's named after you, it's weird when they're like, sayonara, see you later. I think like that's probably the biggest problem Bobby Brown Cosmetics has right now because Bobby Brown is no longer affiliated with them in any shape, way, or form. So it's like when, this is a little different, but when Jamie Kerm Lima left It Cosmetics, She was so integral to that brand and like being on HSN and trying to sell that brand and made it what it was that when she left, I do feel like a little bit of the magic left it cosmetics in a way. The products people still love, like people really liked her and really rallied around her. I mean, she's the reason it sold for a billion dollars. Yeah, I think 1.2 billion. And it's very similar to like a Wendy Zomner leaving Urban Decay or or like Jared Blandino and his husband leaving Too Faced. It's like those brands were great brands because of the visionaries behind them. Yeah, they are like very much the soul of the brand. So I'm glad that Tom, Tommy, is staying on. He's an Austin boy, so I feel like I always used to say, like, if I ever got famous, I would like be begging Tom Ford to dress me because I just love it so much. Okay, this is what it says. It says that he owned 64% of his company, which is a smart, very smart man. He will, oh my God, Sarah, you're not even going to believe this. He will receive about $1.1 billion in cash from the sale. In cash? 
after deducting estimated taxes. So he will still receive over a billion dollars in cash. Ford's existing portfolio also includes at least two homes, one in Los Angeles and one in New York City, valued at a collective 65 million. Interesting. And it says Domenico DeSol, Tom Ford's brand chairman, who was previously at Gucci, will also remain as a consultant during the same period, and that the deal will be settled through a combination of cash, debt, and deferred payments that will be due until 2025, will allow two of Tom Ford's current partners, Ermena Gildo Zegna and Markolin, to extend their existing licensing agreements, the company said. So there's Zegna, which is a luxury fashion house. And they will expand its current arrangement to include a long-term license for all women and men's fashion, as well as accessories and underwear. And Mark Lynn will continue making the sunglasses and optical frames under the brand. This is crazy. Yeah, Tom Ford is more than just a man and a brand. He is a business. No, he is a business. The business of Tom Ford. It says that he increased Gucci's sales from 230 million to more than $3 billion when he was at Gucci for 10 years. That's incredible. Good for Tom Ford. Good for you, Tom Ford. I hope you're celebrating. Have a huge party on the Oprah lot, like the Blandino family. I think you could do more than that. <laughs> you could probably rent out Oprah's house in Montecito. You can do this on another planet if you really wanted to. I thought this was interesting. These are three consumer trends for 2023. I always love looking ahead. Um, I think one of our my favorite episodes we did was with Fat Mascara, and we talked about what we thought was going to be big. What was it in 2021? Yeah. Oh, we might have to do that again. Yeah. So this is from Beauty Packaging. I love beautypackaging.com. They always have great stories and great insights, but they tapped Mintel. Mintel is the world's leading market intelligence agency. They have so many different insights and they share a lot of free insights, which is very helpful. But they're talking about like what we're going to see more of in 2023. And I have to agree with a lot of these because I'm also just starting to see them in my inbox. So the first one is Beauty RX. And it says the medicalization of beauty is leading to more demand for proof behind claims, creating value through ingredient-led products and driving the market for synthetic natural ingredients. Sarah, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, we're already seeing this, right? I mean, perhaps we've been seeing it because we're like in the industry and maybe consumers haven't started to really see it show up on the shelves. But I think this is definitely something that has already been happening, which is great. I love this one. I think it's very important. Yes. There's also a brand that, I mean, there's many brands that are kind of utilizing this tech, but there's one brand that is called Revea, R-E-V-E-A. What they're kind of trying to do is like bring this beauty prescription to you through your phone without needing a prescription. So it utilizes your cell phone camera to analyze your skin. And I still have a thousand questions. I mean, I know the iPhone is capable of so many things and the iPhone camera is incredible. But basically what they try to do with this is make it like a Vizia for your phone. And if you're not familiar with what a Vizia is, Sarah, you've gone into rationale already, right? No, I had to reschedule. Oh, okay. So as Sarah mentioned a couple of weeks ago, she was going to get this facial at rationale. And Craig was like, I'm not going. I said I wasn't going. Well, spoiler alert, I went. 
most of the appointment was spent with this Vizia machine, which basically takes 180 photo around your face and it shows you all different types of things about your skin, like where you're dehydrated, where you have melanin production, all these other terms that I haven't been super familiar with to show you like, okay, this is how your skin is aging, whatever. I know that there's a lot of controversy about like how old you look versus how old your skin is or whatever. I was proud to be told that my skin looks 32 and I'm 35. Hallelujah. Ooh, that's great. We love to see it. And then from there, they use that Vizia to assign you specific products for your skin. The Revia experience, you can go in store, I think, in San Francisco. Like they have offices there where you can get like scanned in person. And they do the same thing. Based on this scan, they recommend certain types of products with certain types of ingredients for your skin and kind of create a prescription in that manner. I'm still not entirely sold on the at-home component. And I did use the Revia products and did not see any improvement at all, unfortunately. So I want to dig into this because I'm like, I need to know a little bit more. But I think this actually proves the point that they're making, uh, Mintel is, that like consumers want like visible proof of like improvement. Your website needs to have like before and afters in some aspect, all of those things. So I thought that was interesting. I also think part about the synthetic natural ingredients is really important because I feel like more people are seeing that products that just source natural ingredients does not make it sustainable, does not mean it's good for you and actually could be destroying the planet more than a synthetic ingredient. So I think we're going to definitely see more of that. And then, yeah, I'm excited. That's a great one. So number two is evolved self-care, connecting sleep to beauty and more. I've been seeing this too, right? Like, okay, it says includes sexual wellness, the hormone journey, and wellness for every life stage. We saw Stripes launch, which is Naomi Watts's brand with Amaris, which is the company that owns and makes Biosance and JVN Hair. And it's targeted towards women who are going through perimenopause or menopause. And before that, there was Womaness. They created a brand for women experiencing pre-menopause itself and everything after. It's also a sexual wellness brand because they believe that when you go through menopause, it's not just your skin. Literally, your vagina dries up. Like it's hard to have sex. So they have sexual wellness products as well. And you can find that at Target. So I feel like brands like Womaness have really been leading the charge over the past year and a half. And we're now starting to see more of that. Even Caroline Hirons launching a retinoid, that is really targeted at an older demographic. That is not so much for like a teenager. Although retinoids can be great for acne. I really do think that like that's the focus. Same with Jones Road. I truly believe that Bobby Brown launched Jones Road to be makeup for people that have lines and wrinkles on their face. I mean, if you look at all of the models and influencers that she works with on Jones Road's Instagram, they're all mostly over 30. Love it. And when it talks about connecting sleep to beauty, there are so many brands that are coming out with ingredients that are focused on like the circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. Even like Dr. Nassif's brand is focused on that. But there's a brand that literally I heard about and I've been introduced to, and I really, really love it. 
It's called Bei Nacht, or and maybe I'm saying this incorrectly because it's German, but it's Bei N-A-C-H-T. Bei Nacht. Bei Nacht. Sounds good to me. Someone will correct you. Yes, someone will. <laughs> but this is a brand, all the products they make are only to be used at night. So it kind of takes the guesswork of when do I use these products? And I love, love, love their night cream. And I love their serums as well. Discover the science of beauty sleep. The Perfect Noct, it's Perfect Night Sleeping Balm, I think is gorgeous. The Nocturnal Signature Anti-Age Cream is gorgeous as well. And the Hypercharged Glass Skin Serum is also beautiful. But yeah, definitely seeing a lot more tied to sleep as well, which I think is, is interesting too. New Rules of Engagement. Brands should embrace disruption in the category to create new rules for engagement and building communities, allowing for more playfulness, experimentation, and DIY. So that's just more, I think, just commentary on how brands are going to be building their community and connecting with their customer base, whether that's through maybe the metaverse, streaming, we shall find out. Oh, yes, it says here, yeah, as online and offline formats continue to merge, technology will allow for the replication of experiences across channels with simpler approaches from RFID to digital avatars and the metaverse. I'm going to be honest. I don't think this is catching on as much as all these other insights are. I know several brands have done things within the metaverse, and I really do not think that these like digital avatar type things have really taken off yet. I don't think that people understand. Yeah, I don't think they've quite perfected it yet. I will say there's a lot of potential for it. And even just, I know Twitch has been around forever, but like, I think the brands that have tapped into it are really finding like success. Like Elf and NYX are huge on those platforms and, you know, are attracting a new audience through that way. So I'm interested to see how this unfolds. But yeah, I mean, I'm not making any avatars of myself. And then the last thing that they kind of throw in there is that Gen Z wants inclusivity. I think this is a no-brainer, but Gen Z is seeking inclusive and attainable portrayals of beauty. So it says 43% of beauty consumers say it makes them happy to see different types of beauty in advertisements. So continue to be more inclusive and diverse. Please, brands, please. All right. Well, We hope that everyone has a lovely Thanksgiving and hopefully you're getting a little break from work. Get to watch the um, Macy's Parade, eat some turkey, stuffing, whatever your favorite side is, and then gear up for some shopping should you choose to for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We will have our document available. We'll share that on our socials. It'll have all of the discounts for all of the brands that we think are important to note and can help you strategize. And we're going to try to get this live Wednesday, tomorrow, so that you can be ready. But yeah, we'll have the doc. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. 
And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 